Have you um, all received your bottles of mysterious liquid? I have. Yeah. I'm just going to pop some ice into a glass because I feel that if you receive uh, liquid through the post with a scrawled message written on... I'm going to give Chris the benefit of the doubt and say it's not written in blood. But um, I think it's probably best to drink it over ice. Well, I mean, it did have name and address on the... And it says Christopher's content whilst on holiday. Drink it all. Uh, I did not see that because I was. Uh, mine came with a note saying, "Do not open until Graham gives command." Uh, I well, mine also came with that note, but I didn't read it um, until I had opened it. Well, also, I mean, surely the very act of opening it is you giving the command to I guess yourself so, yeah. to open it. But, ah, that's true. So- um, on technicality. I'm quite worried about how Chris perceives me because he's put it in a like a safety thing. Yeah, so I presume it's because Gemma and him both have access to lots of pill bottles. Well, yes, but I apparently don't have access to the liquid inside. Is it damp-proof? It does appear that way, yes. Well, I have no intention of opening at the moment because I am feeling quite unwell as it is and I think anything that Chris has made will probably kill me. Are we assuming this is gin or is it some form of concoction? My assumption is that it is something in the vein of Chris's creation that we made him do. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping it's a delicious cocktail. But expecting otherwise. Mm. So mine too has arrived in a a lovely um, medicine bottle. Mm. With a childproof lid. So, ah, open it up. So, let's get a smell of this. Mmm, it's very appley. It's quite pleasant. Oh, who's um, who's driving the podcast, by the way? Uh, it's not me. You did last week. It's got to be Dan. Well, that seems Fuck. like a waste of everybody's time, doesn't it? It does, considering he's now the only one with outstanding material. Right. Well... I can probably edit it on Friday, Dan, if you'd like to drive. Uh, yes. Um, I am about to be without a proper computer for an indeterminate amount of, of time, so I will try and get my backlog edited, but yes. It also means you're not going to be able to be on the podcast for an indeterminate amount of time. Well, I might be able to get the podcast on my work laptop, but I can't install editing software on there. Well, not if you tell them about it. Yeah, but I don't have admin rights to it. Yet we could do some hacking. I mean, we could. So this bottle is probably—it's actually contains probably about the same volume as the um, little glass that I've got out. So the safest <laughs> bet is probably to pour it all into this little glass because then I can't put the lid on and put it out of my house, which I think is probably going to be my natural instinct. Yeah, that sounds sensible. Well, tell you what. Hang on. Wait before you try it. Let's um, let's start the podcast, and then we can um, we can document your misery. Yeah, I'm just going to go and get a can of Strongbow Dark Fruit because I feel <laughs> that might offset it nicely. Mm-hmm. We're two star podcast. We are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes pops to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say, intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters a bellend. Graham and his friends. Hello, victims slash listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of the Two Star Podcast. I think this one's about 100, episode 142. That's um, the one. I am Daniel. I'm here with my partners in misery, Adam. Hello. And Graham. Hey, gang. So I think we need to start with the most important thing um, that's happened this week, which is that we have all been sent a noxious concoction in the post uh, by assailants unknown, and Graham has volunteered to try it and has, see if he has dies. anybody checked to make sure this isn't related to the, like, people that collapsed in Salisbury? Well, that was what I was worried about. It could be a very sophisticated Russian attempt to... Um, to assassinate us, although I have to say, if it is a Russian attempt to assassinate us, they've made it more difficult for me to assassinate myself than than I would, than I think is sensible, because I literally cannot get the lid off this fucking thing. 
I don't think Chris is in league with the Russians. I mean, he is a noted communist. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a very yeah, but Russia's not really communist. Anymore, yeah, I could see him being in league with Venezuela. Yeah, it's a bit sort of. I don't know. I mean, even Venezuela now, like most of the, the communist countries, do have a, a bit of flair of authoritarianism about them at the moment. So I put it in Chris has an authoritarian side. That is true. The colouring is interesting. It's mm. somewhat cloudy, and there's quite a lot of things floating in it. He does like assassinating his political opponents. Has he jizzed in it? Well, almost certainly. No. Um, but I'm I'm okay with that. Well, as long as you're okay with that, then. But it's a, a sort of pinky colour, which I didn't expect from the smell. I assumed it was going to be some of his foul cider. So, Graham, I think there's only one thing for you to do here, and that's to do it wine tasting style. So, with as much pretentious bullshit on top as possible. Okay, I don't think I know enough wine tasting words, but it doesn't matter. Let, just just well, talk about like what. Right. So, what it has I'll, notes I'll prompt of. you. So, okay. talk first about the nose, which is what Nobby people call the smell. Oh, I was going to say the bouquet. Is is it called the oh, nose? Oh, yeah, the bouquet is a good one, too. Okay. Um, but it smells quite apple-y. Good. But it's a, it's a specific type of apple that I can't quite put my finger on at the moment. It's Is it rotten apples? No, I think it... Oh, it's apple sauce. So it's quite apple saucy. Interesting. Which is a good thing. Yes. Possibly not in a drink, but um, give you that. I mean, I'm not really getting anything from it other than apple sauce. Okay, cool. And so you said it's like pinky in colour? Yeah, sort of. It's kind of, you know, um, Magna's adverts, that sort of tint they apply to the camera. It sort of looks like that. So it looks like a delicious summer's day. Interesting. So... Does it taste like a delicious summer's day? Well, I was going to say the next step, which I'm trying to put off for as long as I can, (laughs) is to taste it. So I could, I suppose I should take just a delicate little sip, but that seems sort of not in the spirit of the thing. So I'm going to take a massive glug. Go on then. Uh, it's quite nice. Oh, okay. Um, it's my sad duty to report. Um, there's What's no, I, if I was going to guess at an alcohol level, I'd, I'd say it's below 10%. Uh, okay. I don't think this is going to kill anybody. Well, not immediately. That would be too obvious. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say. It's very apple here. I assume he's made some cider. But um, in what can only be, be described as being completely off-brand, he's made it quite nice. And <laughs> That really is off-brand for Chris, because I don't think he's ever home-brewed anything uh, vaguely potable before. So I guess the question is... Does this earn him twinkle points? I would have thought so. Because I, I mean, he is technically, because he's on suspension, he is a listener again. I mean, I'm going to deduct his twinkle points for sending this in so cunning a vessel that I can't actually get at it. It's just a childproof cap now. We just push down a little bit and twist it. How do you drink Calpol? Ah, okay, now I figured it out. By the point. Yeah, no. We I'm once, used to the ones um, where you squeeze the sides. Oh, I see. We we once um, drank uh, fizzy wine with orange calpol in it to make what we determined would be a turbo bucks fizz. That sounds awful. Because we thought maybe um, you'd get a kick from the paracetamol, but it turns out you don't. Um, it's just revolting. It's just a bit of a waste of time. That was the same night that we decided we would try out a lot of the urban myths of stuff that you can get high on. So we put toothpaste on orange peel and it was what? apparently the chemicals in toothpaste and orange peel react and fuck you up apparently not no of course not Um, we also tried lots of vitamin B12 because that's meant to make you high wasn't Mm. that that the night that Chris ate some cat food Um, (laughs) it wasn't cat food it looked a lot like cat food it was just sort of mints in a tin it was like a really cheap just a uh, kind like, of yeah. crap mints, yeah. Not crap mints. That would be that'd be weird. Um, Not yeah. the weirdest thing. We also said, tried lots of strepsils because they're meant to be able to get you high. Um, strepsils. Yes. Is that just like a sugar rush? No, because no. it's cough medicine, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what else did we try? There was something else as well. 
can't think what the other thing was. I can't remember now. I mean, none of it worked, so in the end we just drank a lot of cider. <laughs> and that, I mean, that did the trick. Yeah, cider generally does, doesn't it? I mean, it wasn't a controlled experiment, granted. Yeah, it was no, 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 uh, no randomised. I suppose it could be like. that we we came up on the um, orange peel and toothpaste about three hours later after we drank all the cider and it just coincided. The end, towards the end, it was very nearly a blind test. Yeah, but I mean that it, it was cheap cider, so mm. that's to be expected, really. So yeah, I, yeah I'm going to drink the rest of this um, Chris juice. Uh, Please don't call it that again. <laughs> I'm going to call it anything other than Chris juice. Come on, Dan, drink your Chris juice. Have you tried it yet? Uh, no, because I haven't got any ice. I don't think it needs it, to be fair. I think it should mm. be nice enough um, without. Right, I'm just going to fail at opening the bottle again for a bit. There we go. I mean, it's got a bit of a kick to it, but nothing... It, it tastes very sweet. It's sort it really of like, does, doesn't it? you know, when you get like toffee apple cider. It's not mm. as sweet as that, but it's not. Uh, I I actually really really like this. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan, but it's it's all right. It's very smooth. Hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a trace of something a bit rough in there. But there's not much of it. That just like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the perfect drink to sum up his personality. Adam, have you tried yours yet? Uh, I haven't. It's still in its plastic wrapper. I think you should unwrap it and, uh, and join us in trying some because it is. It, it's not going to kill you. All of the odds. It's it's quite pleasant. Uh, okay, but I'm going to go get some ice. So I'll be back in a second. Yeah, the ice is it's nice with the ice, but I don't think it needs yeah. it at all. I think it's it's fine. I was yeah, no, expecting it's... it to knock my socks off because he he said specifically drink it all. So I was expecting something to be like I don't know fifty percent or something. Yeah, no, I was expecting a sucker punch there. Or for it to have, like, Tabasco or something in. Which begs the question, what's his game? What's he he playing at? Possibly it's, like, one of those secret KGB things where, like, it's fine when you drink it now, but you'll drink some other perfectly innocuous thing, like squash or cowpaw or something. Oh, and it will react. Um, And it'll react with it, and you'll just get completely fucked up. If I brush my teeth, I'm finished. Oh yeah, no, make sure you don't brush your teeth with a um, with an orange. Yeah. God, I don't want right. to be doing that. Yeah, open it up. It's it's genuinely okay. This containering of this does concern me slightly. I'm, I'm more concerned about. It. I'm more concerned about what was in the bottles and whether they've been adequately cleaned. That is a valid concern that I have not considered. Well, I was going to say I'm. I'm more hoping that they haven't because maybe that's where the, the kick is. <laughs> the kick the kick is the cocodamol that's still in the bottles. Oh cocodamol's lovely. Yeah. No, I totally go for some cocodamol cider. So what's um, the one that's horrendous? Tramadol. That's tramadol. It. Tramadol's weird. It didn't take any of my pain away, but it made me just not care that it was there. And it makes me it made me much too tired to keep my eyes open. But my brain was way too awake to, to sleep. Mm, it weird. was weird. I didn't I didn't enjoy tramadol, but yeah, I got feel like they should have like a little bit of cotton wool in the top. I mean, you could add your own. Maybe that's the garnish. Mm. Is this a colostomy? I'm sorry. What is this a colostomy bag? Chris's That's cocktail. why I'm wondering. That's why I said it's like, is that what? I don't know. I feel like it's too light. He made it. He it made the implication it was much darker. Yeah, I mean, what was in the colostomy bag? I can't remember now. No, we'd have to go back. It was and listen, Frosty I mean, Jacks. That's never happening. With some schnapps, what mate, and a lemon or yeah, something. Yeah, a lot of fruit schnapps and like, yeah, a lemon. Yeah, I mean, if that's what this is, then we have well inadvertently stumbled upon something quite marketable. Mm, it's not unpleasant, is it? Like, it's no. not. Nice, but it's. You wouldn't drink it by the pint, but a glass of it is certainly. The nice. ice definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. So, on, um, well, I guess related news, um, mm-hmm. we finally released episode 121. And 100. What else? What? Uh, 138. 9. And 141. 141. 141 was out relatively. Uh, that was the one that I did. Oh, what did I just release then? Uh, oh no, sorry. You did 141. I did 100. And... 
40 and 138. We missed 139, which is, I believe, the one that Dan is still... Yeah. Chris released two, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He released 138 and 121. Oh, God, what the timeline's fucked. Yeah, it's... um. Like as as I believe it was um, it was Brandon from no was it Chris from Scotland uh, which who was it who compared it to Memento I can't remember. Thing with Memento is it is broadly in sequence. It's just that the sequence is backwards. I mean, okay, we- so we released one thirty seven, which was released back in May. I released one forty on the seventeenth. Then one thirty eight came out on the thirtieth. That was Chris's along with one twenty two. Then you released 141 on the 3rd, so we are missing 139, which is Dan's outstanding work. Yeah. So I think that really needs clearing out before um, you, uh, without computer. Yeah, that can be achieved. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you've you've done well in your one-to-one. I'm not saying it will be, I'm saying it can be. Okay, well that's, I mean that's a step in the right direction at least, isn't it? It's all we can hope for, really. Yeah. Um, so we had quite a lot of feedback to um, two of the episodes in particular. Oh right! So it was uh, episode one four one was one that just came out, but the one that that really, I mean, it lit up the two star podcast feed with literally three or four tweets, <laughs> which is, I mean, probably the busiest that's ever been. And that was yeah. episode one two two, which yes. was from back in January, which at the time I thought was quite rubbish. Mm. And I'm concerned that it now, I would say it's probably the best episode we have ever done, which makes me worry about the quant- uh, quality of recent episodes. I don't know if that's just maybe by comparison. Uh, I mean, it's difficult to tell. Like, there is a potential that, yeah, it's all garbage, but it's mm. best not to try and... I think it's difficult to compare material across seasons. You can't mm. You can't compare different eras. We've no. learned. Yeah, we've learned that. So that that's fine. But... um. I mean, it's specifically on the subject of how many items are required to make a list. Oh, we, yes, we, that was tedious I mean, even by my Yeah, well, well, who is making weird bongy noises in Sorry, the background? It's me. You I mean, stop. why are you asking? Yeah, yeah. true. Um, um, so, what I was going to say is, well, uh, it's fine. Can we make sure that we please do not fall into attempting to relitigate this argument because I can't face that. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, we've, we've established that I, and by extension you, are comprehensively right, and Dan and Chris are wrong. We've established mm. that already. Yes, we don't need to go over right. old ground. Um, but we we had uh, confirmation, vindication, I would say, from... I think that's, that's yeah. Yeah, Brand, Brandon from oh. America points so, out... What? So yes. I would just like to say, you've attempted to paint grammatical confirmation from an American as yes. success. Yes. No. It's Americans not, don't it's understand It's not really grammatical, it's, it's physics. No. Anyway. It's grammar and English. It's not American, it's English. And we're better at it than they are. Shush. That's that's pretty racist, Dan, on today yeah. of all days. Yeah. Yes. yeah. On, really on National America sensitive. Day. Yeah. Uh, and then William from Suffolk also confirmed that I am indeed correct as ever. So what you're saying, Graham, is you're putting yourself on the side of Brandon from America and William from Suffolk. On the right side of history, correct. No. The only um, naysayer was that little rascal, um, Alistair from Nottingham, who... Uh, a true Englishman who knows English. The hint is in the name. A list of people on his Facebook friends feed called Graham and then tagged me. And I didn't know what he was talking about because I hadn't listened back to the episode at that point. But then mm. I got it later on um, and pointed out that he was on the wrong side of history and that people... Had come down and confirmed that I was right. Um, what does he say? I, and I said it's not a list. And then he said he was entitled to his free speech, which he is. And I mm-hmm. pointed out that that is only for racists. But then he pointed out that so is my face. <laughs> it's difficult to come back from that. Yeah, I mean you can't really argue with that, can you? So I'm, I'm willing to accept his um, his repost on that. That's fair. Um, so what else do people um, people really enjoyed the Little Plains thing Christian from Scotland on his Hollybobs got in touch to say that um, we scaled down Airbus A380 but instead of straddling it you could have like a a swing underneath the wings that you could sit on as long as you didn't scrape your knees while you were dragged along the runway for takeoff 
Um, and he suggested that I could be on one wing, Dan could be on the other. And I said, well, that's not even close to being balanced. Well, no, you'd have to have some counterweights, like when you have like a balance on your tyres, because one's slightly yeah. heavier than the you know, you just... So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it could all be all could be sourced out, but... Uh, so that was the, the feedback we had from that one. And the feedback from 141 was from Brandon from America, who said that he is too busy to come over here and drink with us. I mean, in fairness, that's not what he said. He said he didn't want to arrange it, but he considered the fact that you posted your address as an open invitation. So I'm not sure he's too busy. I just think he, you know... It's a schedule conflict. Well, no, but he's too busy on that weekend. Yeah, it's a schedule conflict because he's going to be at the Alamo doing American things. I don't know what the Alamo is. It's where Davy Crockett, like, defended the fought for ages against a horde of rampaging Mexicans. Okay. I don't really know the details. I'm gonna... the only th- the, my only knowledge of the Alamo comes from episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, mm. so I, I can't really provide a lot of information, but that's my general understanding. I mean, I'm, I'm completely disinterested in American history, mm-hmm. what little of it there is. So I would have said I was 50-50 on whether Davy Crockett was a real person or not. I assume he's not. I assume he's sort of like Robin Hood, perhaps loosely based on a real person, but a yeah. myth. Oh, I'm sure a lot of... Im- Im- I was going to say embezzlement, but I meant embellishment. Yeah. So then I'm it's- sure there was some embezzlement going on as well. Maybe. Well, it's probably before embezzlement was invented. Mm. Uh, is um, Johnny Appleseed real? Who is Johnny Appleseed? We learned about him in middle school. Did we? That's the extent of my knowledge. Was he the one that... What did he do? Was he shot with an apple? I, I, I don't remember. That was William Tell. No, he shot at an apple. Okay. I think Johnny Appleseed planted some apple seeds. I mean, that's like a pretty shit claim to fame. He's yeah, but I mean, that's... determinism. Well, yeah, that's true, actually. I mean, if he'd planted a plum orchard, he'd have been a fucking idiot. Or a, a hero of counterculture. Um, well, just for his contrarianism. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. But then he'd be called Johnny Plumsack, and nobody well, wants no, that. I think his name was... Well, no, I'm assuming his name was Johnny Appleseed, and because of that, he planted a bunch of apple seeds, because otherwise he'd be a contrarian arsehole. So if was, he was a true hipster, he'd have planted plum seeds despite being called Just Johnny like Appleseed. early nominative determinism. Yeah. There's definitely something bad inside <laughs> this drink. But... I'm- I'm I'm a little concerned. Like I've had a little bit, but I'm a little concerned that if I drink any more, that there's going to be some kind of horrifying reveal when Chris comes back from his holiday. Well, I'd rather um, I'd I'd rather drink it to be honest. It's a drink. I've got to get up early tomorrow to go into the office. I'd rather have a big headache (laughs) or like severe organ damage. Yeah, maybe. That would be, yeah, why not? I mean, how long did it take the Scripples and that other lot to, like, almost pr- I mean, that's pretty immediate. Like, if it's if okay. it's Novichok, we're fucked. Well, yeah. In which case, I won't have to go to work tomorrow, so either way, I'm winning. I'll either go with a hangover or I'll be too dead. Do you, does your work have a specified threshold of dead before you're allowed to stay at home? Um, well... I presume it's when you start to smell... Otherwise, you can like, you know, I mean, you can start to ass. smell without being dead. <laughs> a lot of people well, yeah, I work with have done that. If you started to smell too much, that is a problem with software people, right? Yeah, I'd like to say that's a, just a, a nasty stereotype, but I mean, I can't. And especially yeah. this week. Yes. Yeah. No, this week is unpleasant. Um. Well, no, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um. Hmm. I'm not fucked up yet, and I've had two thirds of it. So, I don't really know what Chris's long game is, but I, all I can assume is he's he's spunked in it, which is absolutely fine. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Okay, well, um, does anyone want to do some content? Uh, okay. Well, I feel we have we have two things that we uh, need to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is uh, obviously the footballs. Yes, um, and there are there are two points of order. Um, the first, obviously, is the frankly upsetting uh, departure of Germany from the World Cup um, what a after after going down two 0 to South Korea, um, and I think 
you know, we're all obviously devastated mm. by the loss. Yeah. Um, but you know, somehow we we will continue. Um, in, in, you know, there's a, there is at least some some kind of happy news for the Germans uh, in that England have made it through to the quarterfinals. Well, what um, I don't understand about that is that England obviously lost the penalty shootout last night, yeah. but they've still somehow found a loophole to go through to the quarterfinals. I don't I believe that the Colombian players were all sent off after reviews of ah. the match footage, and thus mm. we won by default. Right, well that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of the players got a double yellow card for that bit where he rode Harry Kane around the box like a horse. I think uh, Harry Kane should have just funny. galloped off. I mean, he just refused to let him off and just yeah, kept running. No, fine, you want a piggyback? You're having a piggyback for the, the entire sort of match. The equivalent of like FIFA 94 where you could just run away from the ref and just Harry Kane yeah. just keeps <laughs> running around the pitch and refuses to let the Colombian player get off. Yeah, I, don't, I think that's within the spirit of the game. Hmm. Certainly, the spirit of that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, England. There were there were a lot of statistics being thrown around. Um, it was unfortunately ITV, which meant Glenn Hoddle, and most of it was awful. Um, and of course, as soon as England had won, the first thing that came out of their mouths was that it was the England's first something or other since the war. Um, which isn't true, but when has that ever mattered when making references to the war? Well, precisely. Oh, I, well, it must have been true if it was England's first something or other. It must have been their first something since the war. Well, probably. I don't and know, also, he didn't say which war. That's also true. Mm. Um, he may have meant the war in Iraq. Um, but it was our first ever penalty shootout win in a World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first penalty save by an England keeper in 20 years. Bloody hell. Uh, since David Seaman done it um, so I think all in all it's alright now we've got yeah. now we get to go out to Sweden next week I mean I don't think we can say it's coming home but we can say it's definitely sort of checking its watch yeah it's it's, it's it's booking tickets it's trying to make eye contact with the waiter to get the bill yeah. isn't it at least it's it's certainly thinking about coming home it's just that it's probably going to miss the last night bus yeah, I mean, I think I think if we if we beat Sweden, then we can say it's definitely ordering an Uber. Yeah, but beyond that, yeah, um, and that, but then maybe it's going to cancel the Uber because seriously? surge price gets up. To I 1. thought I turned off system noises. I had turned off system noises, but that didn't work. It's right, very you... very unprofessional. I mean, that's what I bring to the podcast. Mm. So, you know, obviously everyone is uh, very happy because we have now won the World Cup. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did win that. Yeah. I uh, am waiting. A lot, a lot of people are a bit confused and, like, it's there, but the finals are like two weeks away. It's like, but you don't understand there are specific exemptions carved out in the event that England actually managed to, like, do something successful. Hmm. Um, I mean, at the time, to be fair to them, it was such an unlikely event that England would ever do something like win a penalty shootout at the World Cup that it didn't seem a big problem for them to put these clauses in. I mean, they're kind of regretting it now, but, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm. So, I mean, I you could... see, what I think would be funny is that I reckon that... Because you know we didn't send any like dignitaries to the, the World Cup because the Russians are terrible or something. I reckon that actually Theresa May is planning... A um, an Ocean's eight or twelve or however many uh, comedy caper to steal the World Cup. You're suggesting um, she has seven friends, not friends exactly, because didn't some of the people in Ocean's some some things hate each other? Okay, yes, that is a good point. Yeah, they're also, more sort of a ragtag band of criminals, which very much describes the, the cabinet, Tory yeah. cabinet. Yeah, yes. Um, but what I'm basically assuming is it's going to go, actually, it's going to be the one competent thing they do, only they'll be foiled because England win the World Cup and thus they'll have to sort of go, oh shit, and undo everything they've done and put it back within 90 minutes. So when um, David Cameron fucked that time pig and put us on the wrong timeline, <laughs> is this maybe the, the sort of one positive upshot? Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, people always say that when you alter history, you have, you know, completely unpredictable consequences and things that you would never imagine would be connected to the thing that you change are altered. So, yes, the entire country is fucked for the next, like, 30 years due to the actions of a bunch of bellends, 
But as a consequence, England have won a penalty shootout at the World Cup. I mean, they do say that, you know, football gets better as the country gets poorer because people can't afford PlayStations anymore and actually have to, like, go outside and shit. That's definitely what happened in 66. Mm. Totally, totally. PlayStation was very expensive in in the 60s. I mean, are we going to get to a situation where um, England are going to be 1-0 up in the World Cup final and Harry Kane is suddenly somebody from the future is going to appear to him and say, no, Harry... You can't win this match because England will eat itself, and he has to then go and score two own goals to put us back on the right timeline where Brexit won't happen. Well, no, you see, I think basically in the final, um, Harry Kane is going to turn out to have been Vladimir Putin for some thing. That's why he's got such a big head. It's so that Putin can fit on the the latex face mask, um, and literally, you know, all of the England players are going to rip off their latex face masks, it's going to turn out to have been Russia all along. Russia are going to win the World Cup, and um, we're going to be humiliated. What happens when it's England-Russia in the final? What do the Russians pull their masks off to reveal? Well, well the Russians are pretending the, they've been They're eliminated. Americans. Shit, it goes so deep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Val- Putin will ride a bear up to win the trophy. In fairness, that would be awesome. That would actually be pretty great, wouldn't it? Yeah. But Russia have to get past the Croatians next. Oh, yeah, they're still in it, aren't they? Shit, I forgot. Yeah, they beat Spain. Yeah, I I just assumed they'd been dumped out. Um, I don't really know. Spain played about as well as we did, but then also fucked up the penalties. Yeah. I can't really think of anything funny about Croatia. No. It's a very unfunny nation, isn't it, really? It doesn't have a lot of kind of easy go-to gags about the Croats. Yeah. I mean, Sweden, that shit writes itself. Low hanging mm. fruit, but I mean, what's no. funny about Croatians? I hear they have some very nice coastline, and it's quite a good uh, up and coming holiday. It's not, it's not really it's not funny. Uh, yeah, it's not really. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. There's a bottom of the barrel job. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, maybe they. Maybe they. Um, I can't even make anything up. It's just. It's, so it's apparently, not... one of their players is sort of involved in a corruption thing where some national coaches got accused of embezzling money from the Federation. Yeah, but the Mexicans had that then. too. Sorry? The Mexicans had that too. One oh, of right. Their, okay. One of their players wasn't allowed to appear in any of the team photos or interviews because he has a court injunction prohibiting him from any kind of promotional <laughs> activity, which meant he couldn't appear with any of the sponsors because he is being charged, I believe, with laundering money for a drug cartel. I mean... That in and of itself sounds pretty racist, but I guess it's probably true. I mean, it's not pretty racist. It's uh, like charges that were brought against him by a Mexican court. Yeah. But like accusing Mexicans of being cartel drug runners and stuff is slightly racist. So that Mexican court needs to like look at itself and see where its priorities lie. I don't want to alarm anybody, but I've mm. nearly finished my drink of Chris juice. And I'm having quite strong chest pains. <laughs> I, I'm willing to say that's a coincidence. I mean, I don't think Adam or I are alarmed. We kind of just would like you to turn the webcam on so we can watch your slow and painful demise at the hands of Chris's scheme. I could live stream it, couldn't I? Yeah, that's probably what Chris wants. Just yeah, like um, live live stream it from the, the Two Star Podcast Twitter account. I don't yeah. know how. Uh, you just do like you go onto the phone and you press the like insert picture button and there's just a live option. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I will. I will never use that. No, I didn't even know it was there until I clicked on it by mistake the other day. As a, and live streamed a wank. Well, I mean, there didn't seem any reason not to. Mm. So I've been thinking about cannibalism. As you do again. Yeah. And what I want to know is what would be the cannibal equivalent of a three-bird roast? Human centipede. Well, no, because they're not inside each other, are they? Well, only if you're not trying very hard. All I can think of is it's a toddler inside a dwarf inside a normal-sized person. Okay, so I'm going to go to a really dark place, and um, I don't quite know how we should feel about that. No, I'm not going to go there. It's just disgusting. Um, I want to hear it now. No, come. You've sold it to me. You're, you've convinced oh, me. We're all friends sake. here. This is a safe place, Dan. You can say what you like. Oh, I don't want to. It's grim. Yeah. What if one of them was pregnant? So, oh, for God's sakes, Daniel! Yeah. Oh, see. that is. See. 
There are some lines that you should not cross. Come you, on, you, you mate. Cross them. Yeah. Jesus well, Christ. But then the the baby inside would have to be pregnant as well. Well, no, I'm, I'm. So yeah, okay. This is how. But maybe if like there's a third person and they're just really, really fat. So to get a pregnant woman inside another person, it's going to be. I nearly said a stretch, but I mean, literally, <laughs> would, isn't it? It's going to be tricky. Anyway, I mean, I don't really have any anything else to muse on on that subject. Um, How but did what you I, come to think of that? Um, I don't know. Okay. I can't even remember. I I just read it in the in the document, <laughs> and it's it's not like when I wanted to burn down a soft play, um, because I do don't. Do you know. want to burn down a soft play? Jeez, we we yeah we've been through this before. I just wrote that should I burn down a soft play in the Google Doc to talk about on the podcast, and I had no recollection of writing that. <laughs> but I couldn't find any news reports of any burnt down soft plays, so I think I. Well, I got away with it, whatever yeah. I did. I mean, that's the important part. Yeah, I can't remember writing the, the Three Bird Rose thing. I just can't remember why I thought of it. Fair enough. What I can remember, though, is reading about... Did you hear about this um, French gangster? I did. Who yeah. uh, got busted out of prison by a helicopter. And now the police are hunting him. But they should just say, fair play. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they gave French citizenship to that guy that like scaled the building and rescued Yeah, exactly. The this is yeah. way better. Way cooler. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the, the guy, that, the guy that saved that toddler, like remarkable skill of, of bravery and uh, you know bravery and athleticism. But he didn't escape from prison in a helicopter. The only way this story could be better would be if that guy had like leapt onto the helicopter and wrestled the, the controls from the pilot and taken him back to prison. That would have been pretty amazing. That would have been fantastic, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, but I think you know he, uh, would, the helicopter basically you- just. Flew into the prison, landed, he got in, and they flew off, and then just left it somewhere, and now they can't find him. I feel like that does speak to incredibly poor security on the part of the prison. But the thing is, if you had a helicopter, and you wanted to fly into a prison and get a prisoner out, what on earth are they going to do to stop you? Well, I mean, they could stop the prisoner from getting onto the helicopter. But they couldn't stop all of the prisoners getting onto the helicopter. Well, I mean, I, I mean, part of the point of the prison is very much to like keep the prisoners from going places they don't want them to go. Well, yeah, but if if they're all out in the yard at playtime, then a helicopter's going to land. They can swarm it. They're not going to well, get yeah, all but, of them off, are yeah, they? But you've got to be careful there because other, if presumably the point was to rescue, to to you know rescue slash break out this one guy. Mm. Whereas you know if you just land in the middle of the prison, it'll be like some sort of zombie movie with just like prisoners attaching themselves to the helicopter trying to escape. It'd be and like you one of those able to take off because it's like, too yeah, heavy. Like one of those Indian trains. But yeah, with, and so a helicopter. as a result, you won't be able to rescue the guy you want because he'll just be swarmed by all the people trying to escape. That's true. So you have to be a bit subtler than that. Maybe come in under the cover of darkness, although helicopters aren't exactly known for their stealthiness. Um, and then like you know. Obviously, like playing Ride of the Valkyries or something, mm. and then like presumably he just comes running out into the yard and jumps onto the helicopter and you fly off. But as I said, that raises some serious questions about you know it being an inside job. I really hope the helicopter didn't land; it just sort of hovered a few feet off the ground. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. Absolutely. He jumped and grabbed onto one of the skids. That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? If it wasn't playing Ride of the Valkyries or whatever the French equivalent is, then. Um, <laughs> It's That's not the very only French song. Epic, is it? Well, yeah, but it's the only song that the French have. What about um, "Sexy Boy" by Air? Okay, could be that, or it could be "Ça plan pour moi." That'd be good. But it's not a plane; it's a helicopter, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Ça l'hélicopter pour moi. Uh, oh, what is a helicopter called? It's got a silly name. It's hey. a bit. It's it's something. It's a bit like a. Uh, I'm sure the the. It's, the French word for helicopter is like weird, like the French word for computer. Ordinateur, that's normal. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Ooh. It's weird. Um, okay. I mean, all French words are fairly weird if you're going to. Well, I mean, only in a foreign language sense. Uh, French word for helicopter. Uh, helicopter. Is it really? That doesn't yeah. sound right. It's not going to be, whatever it is, it's not going to be as good as the Welsh word for a microwave. Do you know what that is? Microwave? Nope. It is Popty Ping. (laughs) 
which I love. I like that. Yeah, good old Welsh. Uh, I guess apparently it is helicopter. That's disappointing. I thought it was something else. Why did mm. I think it was something else? I can't think now. I know. But it's going to come to you in the middle of the night, and you are very welcome to keep that thought to yourself. So, Dan, you've put three links into the document, which I'm not going to click on, but you can talk about them. Okay, cool. I will talk about them. So, um, my uh, favourite one is that Japan, um, you know how sometimes they can take things a little seriously? Uh, in what that, sense? That does sound like quite an offensive racial stereotype. Yeah, I'd like three well, examples. You should probably justify this, this claim. This outrageous well, statement. So, Hello Kitty is pretty popular, and right. they have gone and made a Hello Kitty-themed bullet train. Do you know Hello Kitty isn't a cat? I did not. What is it? Fucked up girl. Because there I are mean, cats in the Hello Kitty universe. The, um, <laughs> You've broken down. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> this, this revelation is more than he can handle. Yeah. Because Hello Kitty looks... Pretty fucking much like a cat, and not at all. Like yeah, to a girl. your your fucking honky eyes, but to Japanese people, uh, there's a there's a world of difference, mate. You fucking racist. Graham, you're wrong. Yeah, I you're feel. just you're just a typical cracker, and you can't see um, any nuance in the, the Japanese culture, which I love so much. <laughs> yes. Do you love the Hello Kitty Shinkansen then? Yeah, of course. What do you love about it? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but I love it. It is very pink and purple. But yeah, it's literally, they've made a train and decorated the Hello Kitty for... I mean, so what? Like, they made a Pokemon mayor or something. Have you seen the mayor of Sheffield? Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. He's, he's amazing. the best person of the year. How is did he you not, not did a Did you knight? not see his, um, his, the photos that he t- had taken yeah, when yeah. he was confirmed... No, I'd not well, heard of him until today when he banned Donald Trump. That's the yeah, first no, I've heard of him. Yeah, you should look up, look up the photos that he had taken when he first took on the job. Well, no, none Great. of them can beat the one where, where he's making a speech about banning Donald Trump and declaring Mexican Solidarity Day whilst in wearing a, sombrero. a fuck-off massive sombrero in the mayor's yeah. seat yeah. throne thing. But yeah, no, look up the, look up the photos from when he, uh, when he took office. Like, it was only like three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's pretty awesome. And that, yeah, there's this wicked photo of him um, stood on like this fancy mayor table in green DMs, wearing a sombrero, uh, yeah. with a T-shirt that says "Donald Trump is a waste man." Yep. Which presumably is a T-shirt you can now buy. And uh, I really hope so. I will. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a diversion. So, what, what are you saying about Japanese? They've they've got a Hello Kitty train. Well, good for them. Yeah. Well, that's it. it. it was oh, fun. is that it? Yeah, yeah, that is totally Oh, okay. Okay, well, one down, two to go. Yeah, one down, two to go. Um, Bold news in the She's Got Front um, news. Is this like Baby Got Back? Uh, Yeah, sure, why not? With tits. (laughs) With tits. Um, A uh, lady has uh, given birth to a um, um, white... Couple, uh, she's given birth to a mixed race. A lady has given birth to a white couple. Jesus, well, it's just twins, must Daniel. Have been quite some uh, labour. Um, she's given birth to a mixed race baby and has promptly accused her husband of sleeping with a black woman because she gave gave birth to a black baby. Well, that seems logical to me. Uh, Graham, do we need to have a conversation about the birds and the bees again? I don't know what your argument is there. Well, she's not had sex with a black woman, has she? They don't have sperm. Come on, think it through. Okay. Yes. Um, do you, so, what do you want our opinion or something? No. Is this a Jeremy Kyle thing or is it is this it's America? Ger- it's American. Um, ah, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, Str- strike two. Come on, impress yeah. me. Other comedy news. Um, so, you know how uh, environmentalists often like stick tracking devices on birds? And fish and that kind of shit. Yeah. So um, some Polish people did this to a um, a stork, and the stork did happy stork things, and the Polish people were very happy um, tracking tracking it and working out where it went um, until someone captured the stork and realised that its tracker had a SIM card in it, and just started using the SIM card and racked up thousands and thousands of pounds worth of um, or zlotys or whatever the Polish currency is of um, 
Okay, so would you like me to fact-check your story? Yeah. Okay, so firstly, um, it was an African country where the um, SIM card was tracked to. So it wouldn't... Oh, okay, yeah, good point. Right, sorry, it would be in uh, Polish currency. My sincere apologies. Yeah. And it was a charity that had uh, tagged the stalk. Yeah. So it's not even just like a a normal person's money, it's... uh, it's charity's money, which is even better. Yeah. Congratulations on the fact checking. Thanks. I, I mean, you you were largely accurate. Excellent. So well done to you. Yeah. So that's all of my content crammed into like three minutes, if that's. I mean, this is, maybe this is the best way. We just yeah. have a speed round. You know how? What was the what was the TV show that used to do like the really high speed uh, info dump thing at the end? That you had to like record and play back in slow motion. Oh, bad video. influence. Yeah, yeah. Which all the cheat codes and stuff. I think we should do that with the podcast. Just put out a podcast that is approximately thirty seconds, <laughs> but like an hour's worth of audio squeezed into it. And you have I can three do that with one three nine if you want. I mean, just anything with one three nine would be would be great. Yeah. I mean, I say I can do that. I'm not sure I can do that. I assume it's technically possible, but... Mm. I think it would probably take you longer to figure it out. Probably. Yeah. My favourite thing about 122 is I had... I was largely in favour of just scrapping it because I was so argumentative and I felt it wouldn't be good listening, but it turned Mm. out to be a really great episode. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because I had forgotten everything that was in it. That does help. Yeah, I think it does. But so we we currently haven't had any takers um, for our weekend of fun. This is very disappointing. Which makes me think maybe I rescind that in- invitation. If they can't even be fucked to listen and respond within one day, and mm. what's I don't do I even want them near me? I'm, I mean, sorry, yeah. I assume that was a rhetorical question. Well, I mean, no. Do I? I don't know. Do I? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Then yes, I do want them near me. Um, Dan has confirmed yeah. that for me. I yep. wasn't sure. Okay. Well, I've only just opened another can of Strongbow Dark Fruit, so um, I can't stop yet. Okay. But so we're gonna have to like make up some content. I've run out. Yeah. What are we gonna do, Adam? What are you clicking on? Incessantly. Hmm? What are you? What? I'm not what? me. Obviously. Oh, is that yeah, sorry? Like, I apologise, Adam. Yeah. I'm not sure why you would think otherwise. Oh no, that was my toe rather okay. than the mouse. Oh, uh, well, in that case, speaking of Daniel's incessant clicking, yeah. um, our regular feature, um, has has Dan porked a lady yet? Uh, Dan has not porked a lady. Mm. Uh, Dan had a very nice time with her at the pub. Yes. Uh, and that's it. Okay. Oh. So did she, I mean, going back to the episode from several weeks ago, did she take you up on your um, offer to... Uh, you cook for her even though you have a functioning kitchen? Um, yes, in principle. Her, hasn't actually happened yet. Okay. Is she just trying to find... like Her lawyers pouring over the contract to try and find a get-out clause, do you think? I mean, that's distinctly possible. Yeah. But you never I mean, know until someone slaps you with a, a subpoena or a restraining order, so... <laughs> you could slap her with it. That's... Too obvious. That's I'm gonna. Yeah, vastly inappropriate. Yes. Uh, so you can mean, make a joke about serve my papers all up in uh, something. Dan, that's really disrespectful. I, I don't know, think you I should know. talk about her in such terms. Probably not. So I mean, I'm not even going to ask it. Have you? No. Come on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you can send her a picture of mine. If that would that help? Mm, <laughs> I'm not sure it would. Well. You see, I was going to go with a would she, would I need to give her a magnifying glass too joke, but that felt harsh because you're just trying to help in your own weird way. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's the only way I know how. Yeah, or or possibly a crack about well, I don't think mine's that shape. Or yeah. um, but I see. I think this is a win-win scenario for you because either she will say that's a really rubbish penis, and you mm. say. So it's not mine, it's my friend Graham's mine is much better and then she's like, hmm, well I've, I might as well have a look yeah, she's seen how low the bar can go, or she, it just you know tickles her fancy and she says, wow, great penis Daniel mm. and then you can move further on and we'll worry about making your penis more like mine 
Well, no, that, that's just a case of turning lights off. I mean, she's going to see us at some point and know that, I mean, there are different colours for if a start. I'm careful. I could just pretend I'm Orthodox Jewish and insist that we do it through a, a sheet with a hole in or something. Is, I mean, it'll, it'll become quite apparent very quickly if you're Orthodox Jewish or not. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, it's quite true. an easy comparison to make, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Not pro- quite prepared to go that far to sustain the joke. Well, you wouldn't have to for me. But no, she'd, she'd call you out on it immediately. She would say, well, what the fuck is that then? I don't know. And you would say, that's that's my massive baggy foreskin with a <laughs> screwdriver up it. <laughs> I didn't say whose dick I was going to send you a picture of. Oh, <laughs> send her a buddy partner dick pic. Go on. No. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, um, I'm not competing with buddy partner. Jesus. No, that's fair. Actually, you, you could never live up to that. Or she might say, "How did you know I was into watching men dock stuff?" And then you would have to go on. Yeah, a, you, you don't want to get down that level of, a, of like committing yourself to. You'd have to go on an intensive uh, foreskin stretching course. <laughs> It sounds a bit like sort of a rom-com in the making, doesn't it? But at the same time, you'd have um, a job interview somewhere where they insisted you didn't have a really baggy foreskin. Synagogue. (laughs) I'm I'm really confused as to where this has gone now. And you'd be having dinner with her and your potential new synagogue employers at the same restaurant, and you'd be having to like run between the two tables, like attaching a, a... um, false foreskin, foreskin. <laughs> yeah, just in between them. It's sort of like a cross between Mrs. Doubtfire and Black I mean, Heather. just something awful, something really <laughs> horrific. Um, um, it would be great. You know, I think as entertaining as that sounds, it's just a bit logistically challenging for a simpleton like me. So I might stick with just not sending her a dick pic. Ah. Uh, Fine. No ambition. That's your problem. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. She's not willing to step this up a level. So, what's your next? So, you've um, what? What do you say you've been doing recently? You went to the pub. Yep. And you um, did you make a pass at her? Not really. Did you uh, slap her on the ass and then claim it was some other guy and then punch him so she thought you were a hero? I probably should have done that. Actually, that should have worked. Definitely should. Yeah, that's great. Mm. That's a great. I'll move. bear that one in mind. That seems much more me than the dick pic. Have you taken her to the pub in Cannon Street with the best Scotch eggs in the entire world? I haven't yet, but I did tell her about it. I really recommend you take her there forthwith. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think we need to the World Cup thing. That would be really upsetting. Well, not if you go on Saturday. True. True. Yeah. And then, then she can she can console you when England inevitably go down in a disappointing like nil nil draw that we lose on penalties to and Sweden. She could go down in a disappointing. Um... <laughs> disappointing for who? Her. Every everyone involved. <laughs> everyone involved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all witnesses. Her, me, the other horrified people in the pub. Yeah, person who made the poor Scotch egg involved. So I feel. Um, I mean, this has all the hallmarks of being a, a never-ending feature, so we yes, have to start quantifying um, the progress you're making. So with 0% being you've you've never even spoken to her, which obviously yeah. you're, you're way beyond that, mm-hmm. 100% to, let's, let's just Married. say, uh, no, I mean, that's going a bit too far. I was going to say fisting. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm your... fairly certain that one of those things is going to happen, and one, well, no. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm fairly certain that one of those things is never going to happen. Uh, right, okay. Right, okay. Yes. And that's okay. because of your staunch position on marriage. Yeah, I'm very much pro civil partnerships. You're um, pro fisting. <laughs> so let's, only, let's between, say, only between a man and a wife. Let's say 100% is her not being ashamed to tell her parents that she is in a relationship with you. I think that's a okay. reasonable end, Again, end goal. Again, is that ever going to happen? Well, do you want to call that 110%? Yeah. I mean, that's just an extra bonus. Are we, so. are we looking at, like, a sort of wall chart with, like, stars or little black dots on? For, like, you know, when Dan does a good thing or does a bad thing? So what, like, I'll lose points when she claim, falsely claims to her parents that she's broken up with me, but still hangs around or something? It does seem like a lot of admin. Yeah. Whereas what I was thinking is Dan could just, week by week, give us a percentage okay. score, and we can just sort of, well, the listeners can track it themselves. We don't have to even bother. That sounds good. I like that. Okay, so let's calibrate the scale. Zero percent. Yeah. Um, 
never spoken to her. Hundred percent, um, like yeah. as unlimited snogging. You're allowed to snog her whenever you like, wherever you like, without no matter and how she, inappropriate. And, Does and that she work won't. With your wife and she won't call the police. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so what's midpoint there? Fifty percent would be. Um, I don't know what's halfway between a complete stranger and a snog. I guess. Uh, Oh, I don't know. It's too hard. It's really difficult to calibrate. You two are the experts here. Well, I haven't. I haven't been on a date for um, over twelve years. Mm. Yeah, it's been five for me. I guess maybe um, that you have. I'd say seventy-five percent is you have professed your feelings for her, and she Mm -hmm. hasn't immediately vomited. Okay, so, high bar, fair enough. Okay, like so fifty percent is you know nice flirting, and maybe you're brushing hands together. Yeah, with, with her, um, <laughs> just sitting there in the pub, yeah, stroking just brushing your own hands. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. Okay, so where where do you say you are on that scale at the moment? Forty five. Forty five. So you're not even quite brushing hands together. Well, we are, but not like yeah, yeah. Feels like the right number. Okay, that's fine. So, not quite to flirting, but you're sort of flirting with the idea of flirting. Yeah, let's go for that. Okay, that's great. Now, hear me out. Do you know what is always a guaranteed 30% uh, boost? Is it sending her a dick pic? No. No, that's like an 80% boost. Absolutely. That's a... um, what could I think of that's not uh, how about just um, okay what's the latest in the day that you have sent her a text message other than you have just seen her and you're making sure she got home without that guy following her all the way because you live in London and you know I was going to say that guy in this case being down yeah so what's what's the latest you've sent her a text message just sort of out the blue Uh, out of the blue, I don't know. I mean, we've carried on conversations till like eleven and stuff. Or you, yeah, or you've sort of started a conversation, or probably like ten. Ten, okay. Ten's ten's respectable. What you need to do is get that ten to midnight. That's the sexiest time. Okay. So I'm just, worried uh, that this is like the dick pic no. advice, but on the other hand, no, it no, doesn't no, feel this is, quite as this is good advice. No, no, no there's, there's no, there's no, there's no. There's no Christ, he's died. No. <laughs> he's killed himself rather than listen to what the fuck I'm about to say. Which is fair. Totally. Yeah, we've already established there's no inappropriate time for no. dick pic. It's no, oh yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, a dick pic. Well, two in the afternoon is sort of borderline, I would say. I mean, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, it's I... only one in the afternoon. That's yeah. Oh yeah, one in the afternoon. Absolutely fine. Yeah. We'll save the other one till later. Mm. So I think ten to midnight is the perfect time for a not quite a thinking of you text, but just to like. Um, Oh, here's a funny thing that happened today. Um, mm. I will just let you know because I think that's something you would you would like. I think ten to midnight is not late enough to be unsociable, mm. but it's not early enough that this is you know this is just a standard time to be texting somebody. This is a I'm yeah. spe- you know, this is a specific. It's late at night and you are thinking of her message, and if she then replies, you know, within fifteen minutes, then uh, I think that's a good sign. If you get a reply first thing the following morning, that's still not a bad sign. If you never hear from her again and she leaves the country, that's quite a bad sign. Yeah. But, you know, I'm used to that, so okay. Yeah. But I think 10 to midnight doesn't have to be anything flirty or, uh, mm. or you know, you don't have to profess your love or anything that's going to make you uncomfortable, but just a, oh, here's a thing, that kind mm. of message at 10 yeah. to midnight. And I want a screenshot to prove that you've sent that at ten to midnight, you don't have to share the um, the response if you want to keep that private. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we've so we got the scale. Where do you think realistically the scale is is going to end up on, on you? You know, and be fair to yourself. You know, give it back yourself. Yeah, this is like your your personal development plan for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what would you consider a good score? The key performance indicators. Yeah. Well, like the hundred and ten percent fisting. 
No, uh, sorry, I had a mouthful the of uh, sign. Uh, fisting, yeah, fisting her parents. Sorry, I'm, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is very, very far along in the relationship. Okay. I mean, I feel it's like the ultimate power move. Fisting her parents. <laughs> yeah. Is this before or after you've kissed her? It's I mean, I don't think it matters. Step. I think once you've once you've fisted someone's parents, you've pretty much you know established like that there is a relationship and you are very much in control of it. I think that's probably the perfect way to. I mean, end the relationship. I mean, that's a given. But I mean, end you never it on, get a jip from them. Again. Ending it on your terms. I mean, you're basically you're saying I've completed this relationship. There's nothing more either of us could ever get from it. She'll yeah. say, "I never want to see you again." It's like, yeah, I don't need to see you again. Fisted your mum. <laughs> this is like a dark turn. You're the one who was going to eat a pregnant woman inside a fat guy. Well, so no, I don't. I don't want her to die. Because you did. What? I, I don't want a three bird roast. You did. Hmm. Everyone wants a three bird roast, mate. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sort of edging towards the end of my cider so um, I, f- I feel like probably given the trajectory of this podcast we should shut it off there seems like a reasonable suggestion cool it's okay. the safest option anyway yeah well uh. thank you listeners for um, well listening um, the uh, podcasting council of Great Britain have sent us an immediate notice demanding that we cease and desist this podcast before something truly awful happens so um, bye I can still see, and that's really disappointing.